transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. Where are we doing? I lost it. Where, where are what, lost what, what are we doing? Okay. Edition yes. With Jared and Lucas. Little yeah. Lucas. Uh, 75. Uh, <laughs> there it is. I pulled up the email you sent me with the uh, invites. 75. 75. We are, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're recording uh, on Zoom again. Yep. This is a Zoom, a Zoom, Z- Zoom matinee edition. Zoom, Zoom edition. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> you know, you know, like it's, it's gotten you know the convenience is there that's for the sure. convenience is there we're gonna be recording <laughs> again in person next week though so look yeah. forward to that listeners hopefully hopefully bowie will you know mind his own next week <laughs> he was all over us last week man dude he's fucking chaotic sometimes i'm telling you what man and like half the time I, I like lure him in here to try and record with me and then i'll sit him down and i'll think he's chill and then i'll start like i'll finally start like recording hit r and then like boom he just starts like there launching onto my arm and i'm just like oh my god oh my god oh my god, god. so you know. that was, was pretty the, <laughs> hey, it adds it adds a flair it adds realism yeah exactly so we're real people uh we like dogs like every other human yeah well like every other normal human <laughs> let me just say like um says something about a president when they don't have a dog it's notable because Trump was the first president in like 35 fucking years to not have a dog in the White House. It's true. But once the dog, once the White House did get a dog back, I believe Major Biden might have had like a couple incidents or two. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> and so they had to like, you know, bring him to like a different air, you know, different place. I saw, I like saw an Onion article that said like, uh, like White House officials beg with Major Biden to put down nuke. <laughs> <laughs> It was yeah, pretty dude. funny, but it, it's true though. It's good. I think doggers are the best. I think who doesn't, who doesn't love dog? Even, even you know, if you don't love dogs, I don't know. Don't listen how, to this podcast. How yeah. strongly I feel about you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, but you know what else everybody loves? What's that? Games. Games. Ooh. Lucas is gaming minute. Ooh, we got a gaming minute. I gotta come. Oh. Up. We gotta get some sort of theme going for that. We gotta get a sample for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, better than me just playing the Mario theme. So I want to talk briefly. A uh, game I've been playing for a long time, Destiny, just came out with a new season as of yesterday. This is being recorded on May 12th. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, really quick, just for the dummy. Yeah. What do you mean by season? So essentially, like <laughs> quarterly new content. Oh, okay. I was like, holy shit. Are, yeah. Like video games are dropping in a whole new way now. Yeah. So essentially it's uh, you, there's like a base game and then every three months or so something new will come out. Oh, wow. Okay, cool, cool. Okay. So yeah, I got yeah. You now. usually we'll add some new X, uh, some new like activity. And then there's like a, it's a, it's a looter shooter. So new shit to find. 
Not type of jazz. Looter shooter. A looter shooter. It's like Borderlands <laughs> stuff. Um, which you would love Borderlands because it's fucking dumb and uh, very well written. It's perfect but, for me. <laughs> so I want to just quick exposition dump. In Destiny, there is like it's the humanity in the future. There was like a sort of like a post-apocalyptic event, but there was this alien being that essentially bestowed technology like that seems to the point of being magic upon humanity. What? Yeah, it's just sort of bizarre. Uh, and it had encountered it like an alien race in the past called the Fallen. And uh, they followed it into our solar system. So essentially, at this point in the story, you've humanity has taken in a group of non-hostile fallen and it's made it it's it's so it's so interesting because like it's sci-fi fantasy type shit but then the writing it's a it's like about refugee crises it's a group of people running from their society because it has been too brutally radicalized and then coming into a safe haven when and then even in that safe haven, they are treated as outsiders. In this case, because they are like weird alien bug creatures. But <laughs> they're even like they're under protection, but everyone's suspicious of them, except for like a few people. And it's very, it's very interesting because now getting to speak to this other race, like you've been the hero for like fucking five years in that game. Yeah. And they're like, you killed my cousin. <laughs> like that type of shit. <laughs> Like, like we looked at you in terror. It's offering like such an interesting opposite yeah. side, and I would, I would recommend Destiny to anyone that plays it. It's free to play. You could you could get it on your PS4 right now. Oh. it's definitely worth checking out. I'd highly highly recommend. Yeah, that sounds like a really compelling kind of story. Yeah, it's it's it and it's just like a seasonal story. Last season yeah. it was something completely different. So fair enough and then it's it akin to the mcu it all ties together like once a year there's the big expansion and it plays off of what happened and sets up what's coming next okay hell yeah. yeah so have you been so you've clearly been digging it how's the, like how's the the overall gameplay is it, is it pretty much oh, the same yeah it hasn't changed dramatically there's just like a new playable activity that puts you in a new environment that's like tron-esque oh it's it's cool. pretty it's pretty sweet i can't I could do an entire podcast and I'm pretty sure people have wrapping up the entire like in story history of that franchise. Yeah. And it would take me like five episodes of coffee and contemplation and still <laughs> no one would understand it. Fair enough. So like it's, it's pretty, it's, it's, it's super fun. And me as a fan of the franchise, fucking loving it. And I would recommend it to anybody. You should check it out. My friend. Hell yeah, man. I might just have to fucking do that. It's free. Destiny. It's it's free. The best the thing of all. And it's made by Bungie. They did uh, the first three Halo games. Ah. Well, I do love me some Halo. That's for damn sure. Oh yeah. Oh, Bungie might just have hooked me. Bungo. Uh, also, they're out of they're out of uh, Seattle, Washington. So some <laughs> some hometowners. There you go. Uh, so you mentioned that that uh, this the, the, a part of this game is like an alien coming down and bestowing some, you know, yeah. like sort of like, you know, gift upon humanity to like help. You said tech, like, was it tech? It was like, it was, it's tech slash like, it's the whole like Thor shit of like okay. my technology, you would call magic like that type yeah, of thing. Yeah. Okay. I got it's it. It's very much in that vein. Word. It's very, it's very star Wars. Now that I think of it. That's interesting, man. 
but uh so it, you could say that it's not it might be called a symbiotic relationship <laughs> <laughs> excellent was that where you were going with this that was perfect uh so clearly <laughs> one of the things that came that happened between these last recordings was the the occurrence of the venom 2 trailer Ooh. And you know what the most disappointing thing is? What? They took away Woody Harrelson's wig. Uh, that, that was <laughs> The Ronald McDonald my, wig. I was astounded by that the first time around. But Genuinely this, incredible. This, like, I, I, I think I watched the Venom the movie Venom. in, like, a stoned haze one night. I don't, I don't fully recall it. <laughs> I just can't mean Kate watched it maybe six months ago. Yeah. And the best way to sum it up is it's a whole lot of nothing that's like not egregiously terrible at any point. But also it never does anything that makes you look at it as like good. Yeah. And And I fucking love Tom Hardy. I'm (laughs) I'm, I'm down with most things Tom Hardy does, but Venom was just blah. Yeah, and that's kind of like I think that's probably why why I remember because what I do remember from it, from it was just sort of bland stuff, like really like. And it, I know the movie kind of really heavily played off of the idea and dynamic of the the Tom Hardy Tom Hardy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so the the one joke that like got me laughing mm-hmm. in uh, Venom was he's like in, in like a skyscraper or something, and like a SWAT team is waiting for him at the bottom. And he's looking out the window and Venom goes, jump. And then smash cuts to him like by the elevator waiting. And Venom, Venom just tells him, you pussy. And like, that's, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that but, is. but, and, and that, that is one thing I took away from this trailer was that it seems like they're kind of really going for that, that, that sort of comedic dynamic between them again. And I, I don't know if it's, didn't, landing <laughs> i don't it feels like um are, are you referring to that cooking scene right at the beginning of the trailer well there there's that which was just outrageous to me and it there's it didn't work right or is, is that just, just me it just felt no, awkward it felt really strange and i think tom hardy's reaction in it uh you know as he's like drinking juice and just being like i'm just gonna try and like fucking ignore this that's kind of how i felt about that entire scene i was like i just wish i could just ignore this and like you know maybe they'll set, show me something better next and, yeah. but it, it had this like i don't know it went from that which just didn't land to like creepy woody harrelson voiceover like basically the rest of the time with one like, is the loneliest number playing in the background so weird man. it was such a weirdly cut trailer and it's like i i would be i would love to show that to somebody who has no idea what venom is yeah. and then be like what is this like describe this hero to me yeah or is he a villain like what like somebody wouldn't be able to tell well i mean i will say this arguably that is the dynamic you kind of want with venom is he's always been that anti-hero he's always been that like i'm gonna save you but i'm gonna go fucking eat that person over there you know i mean mean, like look at the venom comic that's running right now like uh it's supposedly one of the best marvels put out in a long time fair enough uh but you know and and that's like i don't know i i mean you see some of that but it just this trailer was just like a mess of stuff i thought yeah well, it, it was, that's sort of it it just boiled down to stuff like a yeah. random mishmash of things which <laughs> doesn't give me much hope for the movie because that's how the whole fucking first movie felt right like, exactly exactly <laughs> yeah 
and didn't help when the director of the first movie was like when asked like why was riot the evil symbiote and he was like you know because of the cool gunmetal color scheme and i was like what the fuck excellent choice my friend and now yeah. we get to see backlit carnage where he looks like a muddy muddy black color because they the, yeah. the, the cgi probably looks terrible and you're probably right on that and that sucks because like what i want is that like fucking like blood red yeah venom, you know what i mean oh yeah or, and the one carnage, thing you know the one thing that i think they nailed which like that the notable difference between venom and carnage that carnage he's like so he looks crazier like he's like there's all the different fucking arms coming off of him they're all a bit jagged it's meant to look a bit unsettling that i think worked in the trailer it looked appropriate Mm -hmm. but otherwise i was like it just is fluff you know yeah i think what they're mistaking is that like they're trying to go for this and i think this is just the thing that sony's doing with their like I don't know, Spider-Man rogues gallery movies, but, but they're going for these like, you know, edgy dark tones in terms of like, like the, the, the cinematography and the, fi- yeah. the film itself. And it just doesn't really like what they're missing is that people f- want, you know, more color basically they just want yeah. brighter it doesn't matter well, that the villain that that it's like a story about an anti-hero venom character. It, you know, they, they so still people- want to be able to, I, 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 don't know. I would I would argue that people want people want the MCU or they want Joker, and it's like you have to have yeah. a fully realized vision of where you're going. And it's like it's like why people didn't like the the Joss Whedon Justice League, it's because it it yeah. didn't have its own identity. Like um, and I think these Sony films definitely fall into that category where they're sort of trying to be MCU, but it's like oh, it's about a villain, so it's got to be darker yeah. shot and like yeah. that type of stuff well and that's that yeah exactly that's what i mean and i think they're trying to carve out this like position for him in between those two and it's just like it's a position that doesn't exist right now so i mean no. i would applaud wh- whatever first attempt really takes a takes yeah. it but i well, just I think, don't I think see it that being work. venom too and i don't see that being things like you know mobius or whatever morbius or whatever you know well they're doing silk like too like that's what that's what makes me curious which is and gonna so, start filming soon yeah so i mean like i just i don't know it's a weird it's a just a strange move and i, I don't necessarily think it's gonna work out for him and this no again i i think the casting of woody harrelson as cletus cassidy oh it's great is is, is fucking awesome but i just yeah. don't think they're gonna give him the free reign to like be as crazy as the character needs to be like he's a weird kind of crazy you know like a psycho kind of crazy and i i'd be lying if i didn't think that sony was doing like a decent job casting yeah i mean i mean same thing with tom hardy i do like tom hardy as eddie brock yeah uh but yeah i don't know man it's like um i I really i really just don't i definitely think that there is a place where this film could have a unique identity it could be interesting it could be able to tell a story that is is darker than like a traditional superhero film Mm -hmm. and would know exactly what it's doing but it just seems and it it, like sony is just like the amazing spider-man is where this started where it just seems like these movies are underwritten and cranked out. You saw the meme that I sent you the other day. Yeah, yeah. Where it's, what if, if you flip the Venom title backwards, you can see why they made this movie and it spells out money. Money. So, I it's mean, true. it's true. Like they're, they're just trying, they're trying. 
it's a cash grab ultimately yeah. venom was venom was not super successful in the states but internationally it was a huge success yeah and it's there like you there you go it validated its existence through that yeah well i mean whatever i, I will i watch it probably at some point i don't know no. i honestly don't know if it's going to compel me to like seek it no. out you know what i mean unless like, like all of a sudden when it comes into the theaters it gets good reviews yeah i will not be making plans to watch venom 2 in theaters <laughs> yeah exactly uh man um you know like it's like that i i really think it'd be interesting to see what happens eventually with like the blade um project coming up from yeah. from the mcu uh because i think i think we've mentioned it on the podcast before but i really think that that could be the connective tool if they want to some of these like more obscure sony villain movies and and that you know it, it depends on if they do it right like they could really like pull like a blade uh, morbius kind of like clash which would be kind of interesting but uh up, you know up to this point they don't have and they're almost making it a point of saying that like these movies are not mcu connected right like i mean they kind of like hint oh. at things but they it's almost like in this way where it's like you know like in this trailer you saw the daily bugle uh and it's like the same logo and same insignia and, uh, no. and on one of the pages of the daily bugle there was a um there was a page that said Avengers fight an illegible name. Like interesting. Yeah. Uh, so just in honor of Blade, I wanted to pull up one of my favorite uh, Blade quotes. That's while we're here. Okay. Some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate on you. Incredible. Can this be the can this be the identity of uh, the Blade and Venom films, please? Oh my god. That's it. <laughs> literally uh, the best quote from any film oh my god some of the fuck is always trying to ice skate uphill what's which, he talking about do you, which one's that which that's movie from, is it's that it's from the first blade and the he first blade oh and, he, and he and then he like roundhouse kicks like a dart into a dude's head oh my god i know the scene you're talking yeah about. that's he says that right before doing that <laughs> It's it's just such a it's such a good line. Am I right? It's ridiculous. It's a it's fucking it's a I really I really want to see Mahershala Ali. Like I want him to like have like a fight in the middle of winter in like Central Park or something. And And, like not not say it, but you can see like some guy trying to run away from the fray and he's skating up a hill and he falls (laughs) over or something. A gentle nod. A gentle nod. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be fucking great. Uh, it's interesting though, because like, I mean, like, he can't he can say some motherfucker though? <laughs> <laughs> Will the MCU let him? Uh, once, once, yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, yeah, it is kind of like it'll be interesting to see really how they take that on. Like that, that's I mean, there's so much stuff coming like going on at Marvel right now. That's yeah. it's fucking interesting as hell. Like they have, you know, you have videos of of Oscar Isaac Isaacs. Or Isaac. Isaac, I can't remember. Isaac. Sorry, my bad. I don't know why. I was doing all the martial arts training. Yeah, yeah. Oh, doing it the looks training sick. for Moon Knight, which is fucking awesome. Uh, so wait, is that is that Moon Knight though? Because they never confirmed him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is yeah, it? He, he has been confirmed. 
Oh really? I, didn't, I must yeah, have missed yeah. it. Yeah, I don't think they've missed. I don't think they've made like any sort of like convention like announcement. But yeah, he's been um, confirmed attached to the project. I think through like you know association with writers or whatnot. Did you see? Did you see the other actor that was on set for Moon Knight? No. Ethan Hawke. Oh shit, that's right. I forgot about that casting or that like, rumor at least that I thought. Yeah, yeah he was great, he was spot right. on set with Oscar Isaac. That's fucking awesome. That, yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see. I um where that leads, but um, I would love uh, yeah I I can't wait for that and like like we we're about to say with Venom and this brings up the Modoc series with Patton Oswalt that oh, we yeah yeah I don't think either of us have watched but not yet but I definitely have wanted to check it out because I imagine it's yeah. gonna be at least comedic you know <laughs> yeah at least the uh so they made it abundantly clear and I actually just saw this about Venom that like all the Sony or like Fox projects that didn't get the axe before the buyouts of fox Mm -hmm. they're gonna be mcu like in the multiverse theoretically okay yeah yeah that's fucking dope yeah we might like eventually see something regarding him but that's sort of their way of politely saying we're never gonna touch this shit yeah i think that's becoming i mean again it's just so fucking wild to me that like these big studios are all of a sudden taking like taking pages straight out of like what the comic book industry has been doing for so long yeah they're like they've like written themselves into these holes with these storylines where they're just like fuck like now we have like this loose end this loose end this loose end this loose end all done by different studios like all right let's just like say like fuck it it's a multiverse like we'll, we'll like write something again that creates this multiverse you know yep. and that's what com- that's what the comic book industry has been doing for years like they write themselves these big storylines and eventually boom a multiverse is born yep. and then and then it crisis on infinite earths right and then eventually what happens though is everything again goes awry too far from the main source and so they crunch it all back down into yep. one like look mainstream. at uh like miles morales was not originally in the mainstream marvel no, continuity he was in the, the ultimate yep yeah um and that, everyone loved him so much like that'll they pushed be, for it that'll be a thing to watch though with these movies i think it will be interesting to see like i guarantee if like that. venom was better critically yeah we would have already heard about him showing up in like the next spider-man film oh absolutely it would have been a huge announcement oh yeah but yeah, so I don't know. It's, it's just like I said, they got so many projects going on. They have all these loose ends. What's, what's kind of so just... what's so interesting is like ultimately nobody like the 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 general population is internet literate enough that with a Google search you can see if this stuff is canonical, mm-hmm. and that puts all the cards in Kevin Feige's hands. <laughs> like it's like really, he's like, all oh, this shit sucks. So we're not gonna fucking canonize it. What's why would why would we? Why would we want to use these half-assed films and attach them directly to our name? Well, it's true. It's true. It, it's just like the, and that, again, it's like a thing that I think is, is the same thing that comics do. It's like they, you find that it's hard to rip it away from the fan base for certain things. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, I, I don't know anybody though. You know, like that being said, like, I don't know anybody who's like, you know, dying on the hill of X three, or you know, what I mean? <laughs> like, like no, that's that's not in the MCU. Fuck that. Like, yeah, exactly. You know, X Men Origins Wolverine. But like, there's it's more or less like 
certain elements of these movies i think that people really love like like clearly hugh jackman as wolverine yeah that's a good one is a great example like that's you know uh somebody who played the character so well that fans uh you know and in the end even some critics were like were you know really into his performance in logan and you know it uh it's one of those things that like like it would it would mean the world to a lot of people to have that be in to have him be in the mcu or like have him you know as a nod somewhere out there but like the overall franchise of the x-men that he was in i don't think people are really necessarily like wanting no yeah like have as as canon in the mcu you know what i mean no way like uh, you know it's so it's interesting it's just like interesting how I don't know, but but that but that's the thing. Like, what's cool about about the Marvel movies is that they have really learned from those kind of things, and that's how the, you end up seeing better versions of the things you like. Yeah, uh, you know, in, in their MCU movies, <laughs> it all comes back to having a plan, knowing where you're going, and writing far enough ahead that you're able to have a really concrete plan of where everything's supposed to go. Yeah, yeah. As an example of something that fucked that up and didn't know what they wanted to do from the start. Hmm. Like, that's ultimately it with Marvel. They knew what they wanted. I guarantee the first fucking phase, or the first saga, the Infinity Saga, was thought out to some regard before it fucking started. Maybe. I I, I wonder wonder if Iron Man dropped, and that was such a wildly popular movie that they were like, holy shit, now we have to, like, build this out. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. I, w- I would I wouldn't be surprised that at least by the like at least by like the third movie coming out like Thor or something they were probably like they had an idea that okay like yeah. twenty movies from now or like s- more than ten films out Thanos is the big threat yeah so and yeah. That, they might might play some stuff hotting like quick but you have that one binding piece that will push everything to an ending um something that is a perfect example of not planning ahead and giving people something that they absolutely hate. JJ uh, Abrams did an interview recently saying that he thought that Ray was a Kenobi. Oh, <laughs> when he was writing the force, when he was uh, reading over the force awakens, that's, which just says that they had no plan with what to do with those movies. Yeah, that's that. And the, we're talking about the star Wars sequel uh, yeah, trilogy. That's exactly what I've always thought. Like, because even back when that when they were doing like press for that for that movie i think at like the con the san diego comic comic con that year or whatever like they you know like there was or not even maybe it wasn't san diego don't quote me on that shit but it was uh you know like like daisy had a cute like a you know card with her like character name and it said full on like kenobi you know it said ray kenobi yeah. And that was like, you know, the only time that was ever seen, Whoa. like, you know, and, and people were like, that can't be right. That's got to be like a, you know, mistake. But like, I always imagined that that was the direction that they were headed. Yeah. Uh, and apparently it was the direction he thought they were heading as well. That's interesting. But yeah, yeah, you're right. Like I, Star Wars is starting to get their shit together. Finally. Yeah. Uh, we can all thank Filoni for that, but like, oh yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. But uh, you know, yeah, they've been, uh, and I think they learned their lesson from those three movies. Like it was such a hodgepodge and they were all received in such different ways that they were like, fuck, this was a mess. We can't do that again. <laughs> yeah, exa- exactly. I think um, I genuinely think they might've, uh, they, they were like, fuck, 
what's Marvel doing right? We need to we need to talk to their guys. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, speaking of Star Wars, though, I, I haven't watched it yet. But have you watched the new show that the Bad, Bad Batch? Batch? I have not yet. I want to though. Yeah, I've heard. I mean, I've heard like good things. I've heard basically it's like uh, it seems like a continuation of Clone Wars. Yeah, I think uh, that, that group of characters was introduced at the in, in the last season of the Clone Wars. Well, there you go. But yeah, yeah, I mean, like, I don't necessarily think that's a that's a deterring I- idea. I just haven't gotten around to watching it yet. So yeah, I need to check it out. Uh, another thing that just came up on streaming. I think we have a few minutes left. Yeah, I have a few minutes. Uh, the Jupiter's Legacy. Oh shit! Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Just before uh, we start, you said you watched it. I'm yeah, yet to. They dropped like a, a, a volume one and it had like you know eight episodes, somewhere between like thirty six and fifty minutes each. You know. Um, and it basically it's it's from it's based on a graphic novel by Mark Millar, who is a writer who's given us you know storylines like Kingdom Come from DC or uh, Red Sun, Kingsman, first, you know Kingsman, um, and uh, it's it's basically about a group of superheroes who get they get their powers and you, that's chronicled through the episodes. You kind of discover how they how they do that. And this is that happens basically in like the 1930s, and in present day, you're dealing with like them getting older and their kind of generation of younger people with powers kind of coming up, and and the questions you know arise of like will the you know old sort of ways of like you know how they've been doing things kind of continue and work with the way things are in the world now. And it's a really, I mean, it's a really great idea. Um, it's it's basically like this kind of interesting sort of bloody uh, superhero drama. Yeah. And and, and you th- you know I don't know it, I I it it works it works in this really strange way. The costumes are are a very bold like move, but I think they really tried to like I, I'm not familiar with the source material, but I'd imagine uh, they probably tried to like emulate it to some degree by by using these like really bright bold kind of costumes for some of their characters but it's really it's really fucking interesting actually and i definitely i'll have to check it out and then we can talk more in detail about it yeah for sure for sure uh yeah it's got like i think the only not that i'm like trying to snuff the other actors but the the actor that's billed you know of note is i think josh dumal yeah Uh, you know, he has, and he has like long white hair and like a white beard. I think at some yeah, point I've somebody called him, somebody said that like, you know, a line from one character, one character to him was like, like, what's up with the sexy Santa look? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was like, like he does that. He's, he's like a Santa that's been working out. Like, Yeah. He's fucking ripped. I've seen the pictures. I've seen trailers and stuff. I yeah. just, nothing sold me enough with the promotional material. Yeah. Didn't well, sell me enough on it. What's interesting about it is that it reminds me like, okay. So if you're familiar with some of his work, like, like kingdom come from his DC story about basically the same thing where a world, a generation of superheroes, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Hal Jordan, you know, Barry Allen, um, they're aging. They're, you know, not necessarily uh, always in the spotlight anymore. And yeah. like the younger heroes in that story are kind of a little more like crazy. They're a little more violent and you know, they don't really give a fuck about destruction and killing people and stuff like that. Uh, and so that there's this clash and that, that that's a very similar theme to this show, uh, which is really interesting because that kind of stems from this, like, you know, 
mythical sort of like storyline that Alan Moore, the writer Alan Moore had proposed years and years yeah. ago um, to DC to do this like basically the story called Twilight of the Superheroes, which is loosely based on the opera Twilight of the Gods. Yeah. And, and it's about like how, you know, uh, Superman and the House of L uh are here batman and his house are here you know the villains are here the house of mysteries over here with all these magical characters and the clash of like how power is perceived in the future basically so interesting yeah yeah it's 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 just kind of cool the moralistic aspects to some of the characters in jupiter's legacy uh are mundane to some degree but they are um relevant in how you know it 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 speaks to how the like to where like the country is itself in the united states a a little bit too so it's grappling with identity yeah it's sort of interesting so i definitely actually recommend it uh in case you're looking for something i'll check it out i haven't really been watching much recently just been playing smash bros uh Yeah. Well, Shall we uh, wrap it up? We're we gotta get off the horn before Zoom fucking cuts us off. Jesus Christ. Zoom gods. Follow <laughs> us on Instagram at Old Heart Radio. There it is. Old Heart Radio on YouTube. Give us a subscribe. Watch our videos. Uh, they're just right. they're just the vods of this. Uh, <laughs> the uh, and then uh, Old Heart Old Heart in Space. Yes. On, follow uh, on Twitter at Old Heart in Space. There we there we go. If if it, uh, if you so are so inclined. Uh, also, no, I got nothing. All right, that's it. I got nothing. <laughs>